Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes this ummah in the Quran as a leading ummah, witnesses for mankind. Thus, we made you a leading ummah that you may be witnesses over the nations and the messenger a witness over yourselves. But this matter was not time limited. It is not an issue for the Muslims of the time of the Prophet ﷺ, but for all Muslims of all times. And of course, the Prophet ﷺ is a witness over us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is accounting us in so many ways. The Prophet ﷺ said in one hadith, in translation, he is not a believer who eats his fill whilst his neighbor beside him goes hungry, asayuti. Yet, poverty is increasing, homelessness is increasing, and the ummah is not fulfilling its obligations. And it's now 100 years. In February last year, I was listening to the BBC and they interviewed the former chairman of Goldman Sachs, investment managers, Jim O'Neill. He admitted he didn't know how bad the coronavirus would be, but he stressed that they wouldn't let a good crisis go to waste. A year later, we can see what he meant. Whole countries are in and out of lockdown, house arrest. Small and medium-sized businesses closed down, schools closed, poverty increasing, and dependence on government handouts. Liberties and rights slashed, and the wealthy are just getting wealthier everywhere. David Nabato of the World Health Organization implicates capitalism in describing where we've gone this year. He said, and I quote, look what's happened to smallholder farmers all over the world. Look what's happening to poverty levels. It seems that we may well have a doubling of world poverty by next year. We may have at least a doubling of child malnutrition. Is that all because of a virus? No. With or without the COVID virus, the capitalist machine, rolls on and on, causing poverty and destruction of lives. But this past year has also exposed the hypocrisy and the lying. When the British government locked us all down into house arrest 
in our homes in March last year, somebody asked, what about those with no homes? The many thousands that sleep rough on the streets every night. What an embarrassment. They have no homes to lock down into. Well, I never saw Boris Johnson move so fast. Within one week, they put thousands into accommodation to avoid the obvious problem that they had no homes. It showed they could solve the problem if they had the will. But capitalism doesn't work like that. It is not about solving the problems of the people, all the people. It only works for a tiny minority. 1% of the population monopolize 44% of the world's wealth, whereas 50% of the population have 1% of the wealth. And this wealth gap, gap is widening year by year. Some talk about needing a reset or building back better. There is no reset. There is really only more of the same. Accumulation of the wealth into the hands of the few. Malthusian policies to weaken our health and reduce population numbers. More poverty, including clo closing down small business and farm holdings. Theft of resources via occupations and manipulative financial markets. It was 50 years ago that we did have a reset, a dollar reset. The Americans took the world off the Bretton Woods gold standard and the dollar has declined by over 550% since then. They keep printing more and more. Only now they count it in trillions of dollars, not billions or millions. The capitalist world is based on debt. An out of control $300 trillion of debt. Completely unpayable. But it doesn't matter as they plan to replace it with more fiat money. Government central banks are planning to launch new digital cryptocurrencies to replace and take away all of your cash. Digital crypto is still fiat money. It's not backed by gold or silver. But this time it will come with negative interest rates, a penalty for holding any money, a form of confiscation of wealth, confiscation via inflation, or forcing you to spend it the way they want. And if you don't spend it, they will take it away via the negative rates. It really is another tax and the ability to see and control all spending of everyone. This is great oppression. The Chinese have already launched their own digital currency. There is simply no let up. Wars and interventions against Muslims are continuing at a pace. The World Economic Forum even boasts about hitting the Muslim world harder. They recently said, and I quote, given the complexity and likely continuation of current conflicts, by 2030, an estimated 80% of the world's extreme poor will live in areas defined as fragile, the majority of which will be Muslim-majority countries or states with significant Muslim populations. And it's a crying shame 
that areas of the Muslim Ummah that used to feed the world are now unable to feed themselves through occupation, corruption, and government policies. Not to feed the people, but to feed Western loan sharks like the International Monetary Fund. According to the International Food Policy Research Institute, solving the food crisis in our lands has been estimated to cost as little as $7 billion. Yet no one is rushing to pay this small sum. The World Economic Forum is pushing for new taxes, suggesting, even suggesting wealth taxes, similar to the concept of zakat. They said recently, if there was a levy of, say, 2%, on this available cash that would raise US $1.6 trillion a year. But they want wealth taxes to cover their manufactured debts, their money printing. It's not to feed the poor. Capitalism is designed to be unjust and creates more poverty than it solves. All their concerns are towards keeping the wealth concentrated and accumulated within the hands of the few. And it is foolish to think that will ever change or to look for them for solutions to problems they caused. I have some final thoughts I want to end with. It is for forbidden to give any form of authority to the disbelievers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and Allah will never tolerate that the disbelievers have any way of authority over the believers. And Nisa 4141. The woes we witness in the Muslim world and in the West stem from the absence of Islam in life. There can be no Islamic economy without Islamic society. No society without the rule of Islam. Yet here we are, a hundred Hijri years since the Ummah has had a bayah on its neck to our shield, to our Amir, the Khalifa. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands in Surah Al Imran, وَالْتَقُمْ مِنْكُمْ أُمَّةٌ يَرْعُونَ إِلَى خَيْرِ وَيَأْمَرُونَ بِالْمَرُوفِ وَيَنْحَوْنَ عَنُ الْمُنْكَرِ وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمَ مُفْلِهُونَ There should be from amongst you a group or groups inviting to the good, the khair, commanding what is right and forbidding what is wrong. Those are they that are successful. After 100 years, our priority is clearly to re-establish the Khilafah and give the bayah to the next Khalifa. But it will not happen without the energy and work of the Ummah to change the system and to change the regimes led by a sincere group. There will not be real solid honest money in the world based on gold and silver without this change. The Khilafah state on the way of prophethood is the only way of life that categorically forbids interest, all interest, whether positive or negative. 
the Islamic State, rather than close down small businesses and small farm holdings, encourages it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.